What's up, fam? Welcome to the 504 Girls Podcast. We are your hosts, Sierra. And Megan. Thank you for <laughs> tuning in for another spectacular Saturday. <laughs> it's so spectacular, isn't it? <laughs> okay. That was really bad. <laughs> That's your um, English accent? Wait, hold on. I'm going to tell y'all the secret of how I get to the English accent, okay? So I heard Hermione say peanut butter on um, Harry Potter. And ever since then, that's how I tap into it. So you ready? Peanut butter. Peanut butter. It was a fine day, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Truly (laughs) dignified. Wait a second. Okay, so anyway. Anyway, well, we came here to talk about. So, I've been watching a lot of those reality love shows, you know, Married at First Sight, um, Natalie Day Fiance, and the spinoffs. And what the the question that's been buzzing in my head is: How do you maintain long relationships, like ones that? Fan and then get to the stage of like marriage. Like, what, 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 what are the things? Like, what is key? And I don't know. Like, I just wanted to talk about that because I saw another meme on Facebook and it was like couples that have been together for a long time. What type of glue did you? What type of glue did you use? <laughs> Some people like crazy glue. Some people like gorilla glue. Some people are like double-sided tape. You know, crazy stuff. But. <laughs> But, you know, relationships, um, all types of relationships too, like friendships, how do you maintain relationships with, you know, your family, how do you work through issues, you know, make relationships, maintaining relationships. You know, that's something that I honestly have not thought about for real. My husband and I, we dated for seven years before marriage, and now we're going on, I want to say our 10th year of just being together, mm-hmm. and I honestly haven't really thought about what were the things that have allowed us to be successful um, and have allowed us to continue, um, and I think like if I'm really gonna think about it, I would say communication and mm-hmm. support. Um, I feel like through whatever stages I've gone through or phases I've gone through in my young adult life, he has been always supportive and we've never been afraid to talk to each other about how we're changing. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the biggest change. myths in relationships is that people don't evolve and change and people do especially when you're with somebody for like a long time like your interests change like what you want to do change you don't be you don't stay the same person you should accept the other person as they are um exactly as they are and sometimes people go into things with the hopes that that person will change and I think it's just accepting someone as they are and encourage them and encouraging them with their own growth. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, like you said, like hello, like you said, it's support, support, and accepting somebody as they are. Um, I think that's like a, a huge part of it in maintaining a relationship. Like uh, I think that with, with accepting a person who, for who they are and growing with the person, like it's hard. I think for some people to figure out when a person is not a person they need to accept or grow, watch or help grow. You know, some there are. Like I think it's important for people to figure out who's worth their time, who's not. I also like really think that two people that are very self-aware is what's important too or your ability <laughs> your ability to recognize things about yourself and knowing you know is this something that I can deal with for the rest of my life is it or is it not like or am I hoping for that thing to change if it is that you're hoping for that thing to change you probably shouldn't bank on that <laughs> um Cause it could possibly get worse. Could you do with that? <laughs> you know, like it's it's about what I guess what your own boundaries are and what your own tolerance level is. And I'm not saying that you should tolerate like everything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like, what can you really deal with? Cause it's not always sweet, right? Like it's not always sweet. You know what's interesting? People um, for a while. This meme circulated around um, that was saying that a lot of our grandmothers stayed in marriages because they had no other, um, no other reason, uh, no other way, rather, to leave a relationship that may have not been good for them. Um, but I think that like it, love is a journey, and even if there are hard situations, it really is up to the individual to figure out with their partner how to get through that hard situation and trust each other to make it work and I think that even though it may be true that our grandmothers could have had a lot better um, that may be true to a certain degree but I think there, there there's a lesson in how they were able to keep their relationships because women were also getting divorced at that and when in their when they were younger too it may have not been common but women did have the option to have divorce and those grandmothers who chose to stay they stayed for a reason um maybe we should spend less time judging grandma and figure out well what did grandma know that we didn't or we don't know you know about love and perseverance it's the things that you're going to have to deal with outside of the relationship, too. Do you have each other's backs and somebody that has your back? Man, knowing I can count on you through, I, I, I wasn't even, times like these, like 2020 has been hard. Like, can I count on you in times like these is what is really going to help us get through anything. I agree with that, like stepping up and showing up. You know, if a if if a partner has lost someone, taking care of that partner and through that loss, 
um, not allowing them to go through that grief by themselves really being present one of the things I think one of the first from my relationship um, with my husband one of the first difficulties that we went through was loss and I think we really had to show each other that I can be here for you through this pain and that um, we can take care of each other through this loss. Um, and that's something that I think I've, I found powerful. And that's when I realized that this was the man who can take care of me. Because when I lost my great-grandmother and my grandmother, I had some pretty serious reactions to that. And he he held me when I cried. He... He was he was there for me in those moments where I like freaked out, you know, and just your partner showing you that they can take care of you. And that's oftentimes what we see before we get married. Like we should be seeing those qualities in a partner before we say I do. We shouldn't be like, this is going to happen when we say I do. It should already be like trial and error, like practice run. We should already, like, your partner should be proving to you that I can take care of you spiritually, financially, sexually, whatever you need, I can take care of you, you know? And I think um, in my seven-year relationship, my husband was able to show me all of that. And um, I think that's, like, a part of maintaining is being able to show up when there is pain. My best relationships have been when we told each other everything, like no hose bar sometimes um, situations where it's like everything is out on the table. What are we gonna do? And but but knowing that I have like um that comfortability to be vulnerable because I guess me myself I'm not always comfortable with being vulnerable for uh in front of everyone like and that's a new thing also with this podcast me being vulnerable um letting other people into it you know of course me and you are talking but like letting other people into it but i mean it's when it's somebody that you can share all that with hey i feel like you can pretty make it through some pretty you can make it through anything. Like, if you can talk about it, find a way to talk about it all. Yeah. And I think, you know, one thing that I learned, too, um, is I thought when I, when early in our relationship, I used to think that we were weird because we didn't actually, like, fight. Like, fight as in, like, you stereotypically see, like, couples screaming at each other or, like, cussing at each other, you know, being disrespectful. We never argued like that. It would be these long, drawn-out discussions. And, like, these discussions would take hours. And I feel like if we had a disagreement at this time period in our relationship, it would be the same thing. A discussion would take hours. And it's, like, because both of us had to get out our thoughts and feelings and figure out, hey, how do we fix this? Um, And sometimes that took, like, a day. Sometimes it took two days. But like, like couples, I feel like couples have to like sit down and really talk about their feelings, especially if like you feel disrespected. Because the thing is like, if, if you feel disrespected and you don't communicate that with your partner, 
he or she will never really know what the problem is. Let's keep doing. The but same then that turns thing. up in arguments like, like this passive aggressiveness. Like, what are you really mad about, or are you mad about that thing that you never talked about? Right, right. And like, and when you have a partner that you can truly trust, you can go there in those deep conversations, and you can ask that partner the hard questions, like, what is this really about? Um, and you can actually have those hard conversations. If you can't have the hard conversation, you probably shouldn't be together. First up was communication. We talked about like persevering through hard times, even if it's like difficult. We talked about um, showing up and being there for your partner through like hard times. So I think that's like four. Um, oh, and also I need to be able to laugh and we need to have lot in common common interests and you brought up sex too that is important too <laughs> like does the chemistry translate or does it not translate and sometimes that's how you know that that person probably is just a friend <laughs> well you see that's hard because once you're in like a relationship that you choose that this is my last yeah. relationship yeah. and this is we're all in and yeah. we're progressing towards marriage or whatnot like once you're in there you, you kind of, you've accepted the sexual you know level that your partner's at right okay i mean so you then you got to work on like increasing that level or mm-hmm. maintaining that level and that changes sometimes mm-hmm. Like yeah. libido, yeah, up and down, as yeah, we with get with older. either person, mm-hmm. with either person, you kind of have to work through it. Um, people get like lazy, like they have the same sexual routine. Nah, okay, <laughs> that's not gonna maintain nothing. Um, maintain boredom. Also, what what else did we say? Um, we we just brought I just brought up three things. Uh, yeah, you gotta make me laugh. Like we, I mean, it can't always be about. Yes, there's a lot of duty in relationships and taking care of each other. But can we also enjoy each other? Like really enjoy each other. And you're not gonna have everything in common, but at least take an interest in something the other person is really, really interested in. Like, didn't know. Like, we should really enjoy each other. Because how else are we going to get through years together if we don't really enjoy each other, being around each other? You know, I I agree with that. Like, if you don't like the person that you're, you're planning on staying with for the rest of your life, then that's not going to work. You got to like the person. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, sometimes in long-term relationships... Um, you start to dislike a person sometimes. But that's where the duty comes in. That's where the duty comes in. Okay, I am committed to you. I I make a choice every day to stick with you. And I know whatever is happening right now, we'll try to get through that. But like, you know, at, at least I feel like that's where it should level off. Like it should be a balance. And then the scales can tip sometimes. Sometimes one is more than the other. Yeah, I see that. I can see that. 
Um, I think another great um, point is compromising and like understanding that compromise is about um, it's not about ego um, and that can be hard sometimes uh, it's one of the first thing I really learned when I got married is this one thing when you're dating somebody for a long time especially like if you have your own house and your own you know car you're not really having to compromise on a lot because you like you own your thing your stuff and then you go visit your boyfriend or girlfriend whenever you feel like it and then you go home right you, mm-hmm. you know so like you the compromise like is not as serious per se depending on your situation but like once marriage got involved I had to realize that I had to share food girl food and I had to share yeah, that's not always a, 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 an easy thing to share ah, and I had to share space <laughs> like closet space Ooh. and we had to compromise on where things can go and girl that's hard <laughs> I think I realized that I didn't really like one of my exes when they were all up in my space and it was annoying the crap out of me. Like, you just all clumsy in my space and it is annoying (laughs) You know. (laughs) You know, and those little things like figuring out how to compromise over sharing space or food or who takes the trash out or whatever, they may seem like silly and simple, but I really feel like they are building blocks to when there's a serious situation. Mm-hmm. And when couples have to decide serious life, make will make life-changing decisions. Um, and that's why it's good to have a partner because you have someone to make a life choice with. Um, and compromise in those situations is very important. Like when it comes to bills, when it comes to careers. I feel like, yeah, like those things should be decided upon too. I, I remember telling one of um, um, somebody that I was dating, like, I really like my trash taken out. And he was like, well, okay, I can do that. And then some comment came up one time. And then I was like, how are you going to make it all the way to husband if you're not taking the trash out? Because that was important to me at the time. And he took the trash out. (laughs) But figuring out who is better at what, too, because I might be really good at figuring out bills or or cooking or whatever it, it, it may be. And the other person may not be good at that and they're good at something else. Okay, cool. I remember growing up, being told this gonna sound real stupid okay people listening <laughs> and but some of you probably have heard this phrasing before but I remember growing up hearing a lot that many black men don't date black women or their excuse for not dating black women are that black women are not supportive enough of them and that they found that white women or Asian women were more supportive and that they would be um, more interactive in the things that these black men wanted to do or achieve for themselves, so that black women were less likely to do those things for those men. And I remember like being like, well, that's stupid. Like, why wouldn't someone, like, if you love someone, you would support, ho- hopefully you would support their life choices and um, help them feel encouraged to keep going. But um, that was something I often heard growing up. It's like black women don't do that. They're, we're too realistic. We're always talking about practical things and we don't allow black men to dream. But 
So I made it a point, I think, growing up since I heard that so much, was that like, okay, whoever my future black man is, or man is, whomever he is, I'm going to like support him in all of his dreams and aspirations. And I wouldn't want him to think that my black woman doesn't support me and then leave me for a white girl. <laughs> well, I mean, I've heard that, but then I've, I, I'm also reminded, I'm thinking about the part on the movie Fences when, um, who, who was opposite Denzel Washington? Viola Davis? Viola Davis was like, I've been married to you for so long, I buried all of my dreams inside of you, so I gave up some of my dreams so that you could be able to dream. I've also seen that happen too, where, you know, women have given up their um, dreams and aspirations so that the man could be. How many times have women sacrificed their happiness so that their partners can excel in their livelihoods? And it's happened like all the time. Are they talking about the way that certain things are said they're specifically talking about black women and that black women are just less supportive which it, i don't think it's true i think that's a false um well if i'm putting statement. all of my everything into you even giving up some of my things i would ask questions like okay so what is the plan what i would try to make sure of what the plan was and i guess that can come across like that but isn't that the same thing isn't that the exact same thing? Do I have to be like rah 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 everything? You know, I'm just I'm just I'm I I'm not necessarily I guess that way, but I can understand where that comes from. I think when like when that statement was made, no one ever provided context. Yeah, like they like never said, well, well, why wasn't this woman or this black woman supportive of this man? Just why wasn't she cheering him on? Like, is there a reason? I mean, what's the reason? <laughs> she probably had a good reason. Maybe she wasn't just it's negative. It's generalizations at that point. Right. And nobody understands, you know. Well, I know that support is and cheerleading your partner on is important um, regardless if you're a black woman, white woman, or Asian woman, or um, whatever ethnicity or race a person is, um, or, or just a man and cheering, a, cheering your partner on is important. Mm -hmm. um, because if a person isn't feeling valued, or like what they're doing is a value, um, then that's hard to feel like you're worth, you're worth something sometimes like we look for that in our partners kind of like how we do like with our parents like we want our parents to be proud of us right we want our parents to support what we do what some of us do <laughs> so that's the kind of qualities that we want in our partners as well to be excited for us and be happy for us right right support systems are very much needed i mean i don't feel like you can get a lot done without support or you know it goes a long way right and especially in fulfilling um feeling fulfilled in like yourself i think also um now that i'm a little bit older and like dating things are that i ask are much different when i'm looking for somebody that i'm gonna spend the rest of my life with 
spend the rest of my life somebody that I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with and I also want to know like do you want a large family like what does that structure look like um faiths come into play um just how we think about certain things I people get people think that I'm mean for saying this but I do remember um one of my relationships I didn't think that the way that we made decisions it was so opposite and I couldn't deal with the way the other person made decisions so time and time again it got brought up and because we couldn't resolve that we just couldn't do it so it's like also do the way that we kind of go about situations does it fit does it work can we work through it um those are the things that are different now oh yeah um money girl i was just thinking money money, money living situations i've 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 also um dated people that were long distance i found that that didn't necessarily work for me but all those things are on an individual basis it's like does that work for you can you do long distance like i mean there's a lot of different factors and let's go back to money because i just i just had a thought because you know we're 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 adults now we're grown right right um and many of us have our own places many of us have our own vehicles many of us have our own careers or we're starting to get those things for ourselves Mm -hmm. and i think it's important to see that um a person can take care of themselves but also that that you could take care of each other financially right um because there's like some like taboo around money in in relationships for some reason it needs to be talked about and and are you working towards a goal if it's not exactly where you want it to be? Right. As far as, as money-wise or credit or or anything like that, you know? And I, I don't even think it's like anything like gold digging or... Cause I, no. I keep seeing these silly memes about um, women and, and why we feel like we need a man with money. It's like, okay, come on. We're, we're, we're not 18-year-olds no more, baby. We... All of my girlfriends are, are either have mortgages or are trying to get one. Yeah. Okay. Um. We we all got you know insurance that we need to pay for. You know. So it's things like we're adults now. So you sir, it's not that the woman wants to take all your your money, but you have to show that you can pull your weight. And that if a rainy day comes as a couple, you're able to help. Right. Exactly. Exactly. This has been such a great conversation. (laughs) You can check out our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram. We We are the 504 Girls Podcast on those two platforms. Um, On Facebook, it is the 504 Girls Podcast. And on Instagram, it is at the 504 Girls Podcast. Yep. See, it's the same. It's mm-hmm. the same. Easy, we made it easy. easy. Easy for y'all. So please um, add to the list or, you know, 
just tell us what you think. We love to hear from y'all. Our email address is the504girls at gmail.com. So please email us any relationship related issues that you all would like our advice on. Megan and I would love to have our own version of Strawberry Letters. Yes! Yes! I was just telling somebody about that the other day. How I wanted to get listening letters in. So please, please send us a letter and we will be happy to give you advice on your situation. And thank you, Yudi! Yudi!